y'all, it's your boy C-Row, money, money, that's C-R-O, double dollar sign, host of the Nerd with Friends podcast. I'm joined tonight with my co-host, Codename Comet. Salutations, my fellow blurs, nerds, and peaceful herds. It's your boy, Codename Comet. How y'all doing? Thank you again for joining us on this lovely day, night, evening, afternoon, whenever you might happen to be listening. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, spread the love to some new followers and get them in. All the links in the description. We're available wherever podcasts are available. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. And remember to always check the links in the description if you want to follow us on social media. I've been putting out some real great content lately. I'd love to get y'all involved in the conversation. We're back with another Shonen Heat Week. I think we're all the way up to six now. Shout out to the consistency. We're trying to get better, deliver y'all an awesome product. Y'all have been great. Thanks for rocking with us through the ups and the downs. <clears throat> Definitely enjoying this uh, Shonen Heat Week. And it's keeping us um, involved, too, because I know we could fall off sometimes, but with the spoilers and all this great manga goodness that's coming out. What a time to be alive, man. Yeah, I would like to say, I mean, it's got to that point where, uh, man, maybe it's a, you know, call me big-headed, but I feel like I'm at that point in my life where I start to see how people gravitate to it. And I would feel bad if I didn't come consistently and bring those spoilers or drop the content in the way that we have been, because I feel like at this point, it's almost like, you know, we've become more than just, and, and we small time. I don't want to you know, talk us up, you know, we still stay in operation. <laughs> you know say, but I mean, I, I, I feel in a way indebted to the people who choose to listen to us. Cause I appreciate the fact that they choose to listen. So, you know, I, I enjoy bringing as much content as possible, you know? So I do, I'm going to add to that appreciation because, you know, we, we, we have our moments, we human, we show, and we show, we show our human side more often than not. And that's okay. Uh, but we are growing and we are working towards becoming the best versions of, you know, who we are. And, you know, I just appreciate people rocking with us in the process to the growth. You yeah, know, something still, still, man, it remind me of that J. Cole, that tweet that got resurfaced a while ago. Where he was like, I got 500 followers and I appreciate every one of y'all. We yeah. 34 subscribers and I appreciate right. every single one of y'all. That's man. not of the people who follow us on uh, social media, but you know, all the homies, all the day ones, all the people that just came around organically. We ain't, we ain't put no money in it yet. That's uh, coming, but enough of man. that. Time to, time to get down to the nitty gritty and reason y'all all here. Now, remember this time, spoiler warning. If you have not read the latest chapters of Jujutsu Kaisen, which is Jujutsu Kaisen 238 and One Piece, chapter 1094. And if you if you do not read manga, I'm sorry. This may not be it for you. This ain't the one because we're going to tell you a bunch of shit that you're not ready for yet or you may not even understand. Spoiler warning is in full effect. If y'all ready, let's get into it. We got Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 238. Man, oh man, oh man. What a quick fight this was. Kashimo just, just <laughs> did exactly the opposite of what Sukuna told him not to do. 
He said, make this worth my time. That man showed up all his energy, all his strength for this. And, you know, it's crazy because we're learning so much lore about Jujutsu Kaisen, like this deep into the story. Like Gojo mentioned, he put out a whole bunch of tricks that we had never even heard of. A lot of the right. stuff watching didn't even hear about. <clears throat> so now when we see Sukuna in his true form, and we've learned like just his body is modified to be like the ultimate sorcerer. He can use hand signs and box you with the other hands. Right. He can use um, what is it? The the speeches and the summonings with his second mouth, so he don't got to worry about using his lung. Yes. Just all the curse techniques that he has, all the curse energy reserves. Like this man is a beast, and Kashimo felt every bit of it you know i at first i was like dang bro why couldn't gojo get a chance to fight this i'm all right i'm all right now he didn't need to deal with all of this you know <laughs> it makes so here's my thing here's my thing i feel like kashimo should have fought him first yes i feel like he should have I feel like him and the um, Megumi body would have been able to take Kashimo out. And then when he's fighting Gojo, he still would have had that option to reincarnate. And I feel like that would have been more fucked up for Gojo to actually see Megumi like disappear like that. Like everybody to be gone. But Man, like, not only did he beat him, like, in all aspects, he really stunned him in this because he dropped some knowledge on him, too. He was like, hey, man. Yeah, like, he, had to, he had to shut bro down like that. <laughs> like, Kajimo, <laughs> like, the first thing he said, like, yo, he's so beautiful. And then Jujutsu Kaisen, I think at this point, retroactively speaking, like, if you are an anime only or if you're behind in the manga, look at power and beauty in sort of the same type of realm. Mm-hmm. That seems to be what the story is implying. Like, to be the most powerful is pretty much that that hot girl on campus that can't mm-hmm. nobody get to, everybody trying to impress her, everybody trying to get to her. And so it's just like, no, nah, I, I don't need all this. You know, like, Kashimo's like, you're so powerful. Doesn't it get lonely up there? Like, man, you remind me of this old girl that was trying to talk to me before, man. Like, y'all <laughs> should have been messing with her, man. Like, for him to be like, he doesn't need love. He doesn't need anything. Yeah. I'm much more interested in the character of Sukuna now than I've ever been. Yeah, you know, you know we mentioned that whole thing about this could be like why, why, where everyone's looking to find like who the heck the main character is. To some extent, it it does kind of feel like Sakuna's been the main character all along. You know, it, it feels like to you know behind the shadows, the the true meaning of strength and the true meaning of Jujutsu Kaisen seems like it falls on his shoulders more than anyone else. He just happens to be a person who wasn't given love to the point where he has now gotten to a place where he feels like he doesn't need it. Um, 
And maybe that would this is the kind of story where it's hard to think of where this is going, because at this point, it's hard to even believe that anybody that has is this breathing can take down this man or this beast or this 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 entity, because he's more than just some regular. He he ain't Megumi no more. Yeah, this is this is the corner and just the way. He handled Tashimo like while lecturing to him. And even like you might have missed it, but like just the attack that finished him off. Remember, Tashimo is kind of like the same realm of all for one right now. Like he's on borrowed time. You're not you're going to die regardless. And Sakuna still sped it up. Like he just sent a wave of dismantles. And right now he's got that adaptation from uh, Maharaga where he's just cutting everything. And then Sukuna, I mean, not Sukuna, then Gege does that that thing he does, man. The way he does death is probably some of the best I've ever seen. We see old Kashimo, and he's talking to Sukuna. And for what it's worth, like, we talk about this, you know, allegory for love that power has. Sukuna, he shows love to these people he's deemed worthy. Yeah. Like, you think about early on, like, the that first um, mission that they went on, and they, it was the, one of the finger bearers, how disrespectful he was to the finger bearer to, as, you know, either you read in the Shibuya incident or you'll see in the Shibuya incident how he was respectable to um Jogo when he killed him, mm-hmm. the cursed spirit. And if you are on his level, he's not on his level. I, nobody's on his level just yet. If you yeah, are somebody really. he deems powerful, you have his respect. Yeah. And it, it's one thing I like about him is as much as he doesn't seem like the person who's very calculated, everything he does seems very, oh. he's very much so. so I think we uh, got to put him up there with all for one and the moderators yeah. of the world because you got to think, man, even Kashimo like asked him, like, if you don't feel love and all this, why would you create yourself into these cursed objects to bring yourself back after all these years. Yeah, it's like, what's the point of all of this? I do what I do, man. If I like something, I'll play with it. If I don't, (laughs) kill it. Like, Sukuna living. (laughs) Facts. Like, this is is the truth of primal energy. I I am the embodiment of primal energy. I do what the fuck I want when I fuck I want. This is life. That's life, bro. Like, living. Yeah. And if you living like that, hell yeah, I want to keep living. And look what he's done. Yeah. And if there was no one who can stop you and all you have to do is continue to prove yourself over and over again, it's a, it's a drug to him. He's found himself in the perfect situation. You could probably say, like, if you watch the story, he's been waiting for all this to go down from the mm-hmm. moment he was uh, reincarnated into... Um, Yeah, Yeah, this has been the plan. You go back to when he met Megumi, he was like, why did you run? He was like, oh, you don't know how powerful you are. I'm going to have to get up in that body, dog. (laughs) 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 I'm going to have to take them them 10 shadows up off you. So you don't know what you're doing with them, bro. 
you know so it it's a it's it was a good fight in the sense of that we learned a lot more about the way Sakuna thinks and maybe that will play a role going forward because it looks like they finally know they have to jump this man. <laughs> they it only took two niggas to die to realize that you got to <laughs> jump a nigga. Like, golly. And I, what I like about it, and maybe it's just the English translations of it, but this, his response to immediately noticing Itadori, I think you might have been on to something a couple of podcasts ago when you mentioned that he still may be after that vessel. You know, maybe at the end of the day, something about Itadori is the perfect vessel, but the problem about Itadori is the fact that he's able to shift as well. Because um, we know that Ken, Itadori was made by Kenjaku somehow, mm-hmm. some way, and we see that even Sukuna was surprised when um, Itadori was able to suppress him. Yeah, because- and if you look at it, like, I mean, we talk about Megumi, Megumi ain't have, has had no ch- chance. Like, we ain't seen a part of Megumi pull up or his personality, none of that. Yeah. Since since the minute he's been in Megumi's body, he has been Sukuna in Megumi's body. Like, he's basically been Sakuna. Like, it's been a wrap. Like, she you're a vessel. It didn't work for him. Like, Sakuna is like, put him in Gojo's limitless. <laughs> like, he's, you know what I'm saying? His soul. But that even goes back to, when Sukuna made the binding vow with Itadori when he brought him back to life, he was like, hey, yeah. you know, I'm going to need to take over this body at some point because he can't suppress me. I have to make this vow so that no matter what, I'm going to have whatever time I need to get shit done. Right. <laughs> and him switching over to Megumi's body was not just the biggest fu to Itadori, but like we said before, like this was part of his plan and he's used Megumi to not only destroy Megumi by having him basically kill his sister or defeat his sister, you know, physically put him up against Gojo and now he's going up against Itadori, so. Yeah, like he's basically took it, taken out anybody who could stop him Outside of Itadori, now you're now you kill the one person who's been able to suppress you. Yeah, so it looks like the next fight we're going to get up against is Sukuna versus Higuruma and Itadori. But before we get into that, it looks like we have to get into uh, Urarame and Akari because his domain <coughs> has ended. But we don't see him overflowing with cursed energy like we did the last time it hit. So, Codename, do you think Idol Death Gamble hit? Based on the their impressions, I think something happened. I don't know. I'm not clear. Because if you look at it, it's, it would be one thing to say that, you know, uh, Hikari just looks like he's, you know, hyped up or he's excited. But if you look at Urame, Urame like he didn't did had to handle some shit. Like he, whatever he's been dealing with for the last couple minutes or so seconds, he ain't been great. Like he hasn't been winning. He's been in a scuffle that he's not, he's not planning to be victorious at this point. Well, if you he, remember the way that the domain works, there probably wasn't a lot of 
real fighting in there because that yeah. Chico machine, like all those scenes, they have to play out. So yeah. I can see or I may be more annoyed. Oh yeah, he's stressed. That boy stressed the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, like what what the fuck is this you got me stuck in? This modern these modern sorcerers probably right. Like I got ice. <laughs> and, and if you look at it, like he might have tried to freeze the shit and got the fuck out. Like things like, were simple back in the day. Like you got an element or you got some type of natural ability. What the fuck is up a Pacheco? <laughs> right. <laughs> I have never. Like why are there balls? Why what what, 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 what is this? For? What is this? I cannot get jiggy with this shit. It's like a man playing spades for the first time. You probably gonna he probably reneged like 30 times. Long than a motherfucker. I don't know what to do. Right. Just just out of place. <laughs> that that's how he looks. He looks like he's ready, like he's already conceded. This ain't the fight for me. Akari, on the other hand, does look pretty confident. Oh yeah. He he's like, he like, he, he been enjoying himself. Yeah, and you know, at the end of the day, he's a man of his word. He let Kashimo get that one on one. Did not yep. turn out well for him, but he got it. And and soon as that one on one was done, <laughs> here comes Hikari again. It's like, all right, cool. So, <laughs> you good? I ain't fucking. I ain't even got to fight you direct, like no more. You good? I know we talked about how um, it would make sense to switch to the other fight because we wouldn't care about the Hikari and um, Urame fight, but now it's a whole different thing because now it's, it's a three versus two. This is the first time that Sakuna has been technically outnumbered. If Hikari can handle Urame, which I definitely believe he can do, we could potentially be looking at a three-on-one. But until then... I We've mean, got a pretty good. What, go ahead, go ahead. Aren't there, it, I, it, it wasn't just these three here. There's other dudes just waiting. Like, why are we not all just teaming up? There should be four niggas in here. You like, know, like I feel like they have to. You gotta you hedge just, your bets you a little bit. You, you just can't send everybody in there because at some point it does become a bit of a liability. It doesn't work yeah. out. When have we ever seen? Uh, a, a a real genuine jumping work in anime, like when it's been multiple people. A few times I think of um, Ugon when he went up against um, what were they, the Shadow Beast in Hunter Hunter. Oh yeah, um, Ugon. That yeah. that didn't work out well. Um, Cell in the Cell games after Goku died and everybody yeah. did hands. If Gohan. And pick not go, if Gohan and Vegeta, those were the two that did what needed to be done. If we be right. everybody else was in the way. Yeah, that's a good point. So it does it, it, it goes to say something like you get too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. And I mean, and like I said, you kind of gotta hedge your bets a little bit. At some point in time, someone's gotta make the decision to say, hey, bro, we not winning. Let's get the fuck away and try again tomorrow. Yeah. You shouldn't be throwing all of your aces in. You know, we talk about, I, t- I mentioned spades. You can't throw every ace in. You don't lost two jokers already. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like. Yeah. Like you got Yuta who's 
you would expect would show up by now. That's what I expected. That's what I mean. If we if we're thinking about any, I thought it would be Ida Dory and Yuta. Well, you, I think Yuta is definitely on. I think Kenjaku is on Yuta's radar more than anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sakuna killed Gojo, but who set all this up in the play? In motion, like he's he's. Who sealed Gojo? Who? That's a good point. Who did all this? At the end of the day, it's Kenjaku. Yeah. No Kenjaku, there's no Sukuna in the first place. You got to start, you got to kill the source. And he's already beaten a special grade sorcerer. And uh, I guess I guess you would call Chozo a special grade curse fighting in tandem. Yeah. So, Yuta is most likely your next strongest person. So, if you send him out against Sukuna and he's beat, like, it's a wrap there. Yeah. In this situation, you almost need you you almost need Itadori to find a way to take Sukuna back and well, suppress him. Speaking of that, let's talk about this fight for a minute because Itadori has not displayed his own curse technique. Right. Um, he didn't have an innate one, so it was one that he would have had to develop. We saw him training with Kusakabe a couple chapters ago, and it looked like they had switched bodies. I'm still under the impression maybe that's Kusakabe's ability because nothing really gave us the clear distinction that it was Itadori. Mm-hmm. But if you look at him coming down, like it looks like he's biting himself, like he's about to transform into a Titan. He's yeah, that's, a, a, that's what I saw. They're like this nigga biting himself. <laughs> he's got a clawed hand. Yeah. And if you look at his arms, he's got some weird like markings. Like, mm-hmm. Similar to a Titan, I would say, where it looks like it's like almost ex- exposed muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of how it looks. It's like it's some some corner of like muscular por- portion of his body is like expanding past where his skin is, or it's like because I would. I mean, you can see where his sleeve stops, so I. Yeah. That's got to be his skin, and it doesn't look like it because you can see like the bands on his wrist. It's not like he's like wearing a t-shirt or anything. Yeah, he's full on animalistic in here, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, look at his eyes too. Yeah, like Itadori is already probably like physically one of the more stronger people in the story, but yeah, he killed Gojo, took Megumi's body. He's still mad at Sakuna from the whole Jun- Junpei, and you're right. He's like, I don't see enough of you, bro. He was like, <laughs> he, he was like bruh. And he's got a great partner with him, somebody I'm sure that he's formed some type of bond with, with uh, Higuruma. And I'm interested to see how Judge Man will work on him because it is a pretty powerful curse technique. I mean, let, let's be real. Like, I, I don't assume, I can't assume that this is going to be the way that they win. No. But... I do feel like the fact that Itadori is involved, maybe we get a chance to see some sort of a, not a change in Sakuna, so to speak, but maybe a, a pull from Megumi. Maybe he start talking shit to Megumi and, or, and Megumi's trying to like fight back or he's basically talks down to Megumi. Hey, if I could do it, why can't you? Aren't you supposed to be like this top sorcerer or some shit? You know, awesome. Uh, Gray and gray and uh Natsu or Asta and you know type deal. Man, I don't know if that would be their type of story. I could 
see Dory. I don't know if he would be that blunt about this situation. If it's like a like I can do it, I know you can. I don't think it's that. Like, I don't think this is the life they live in. Yeah, I I definitely see Peter Dory feel really beat up about this whole thing. We've seen how he's acted about what goes on with Sakuna. And if you think in that first chapter, first episode, Magumi was like, Don't eat that finger. Yeah. And what do you do? Ate the finger. <laughs> he ate the finger. And not, and but I, but I mean that's why I feel like he may feel a sense of responsibility to this whole situation because if he doesn't eat the finger, then this we never get here. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know if he's going to be talking to Magumi or if he's going to be like Sakuna, you you sob. Like yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a I'm about to. <laughs> I would like to believe that maybe this shift thing happens, but. The problem with that is, what if that's exactly what Sakuna wants to shift into the vessel? Because if you're shifting in terms of like your person, like your your essence, your soul, you put this man into the vessel without Itadori in there. Doesn't he just have the vessel now? Itadori was the only thing that was suppressing him, right? I mean, there Magumi's still in there. That's what I'm saying, but like that's. You Sakuna doesn't have his own body. So there's only Megumi and Itadori right now that he's basically swapping left and right. So if this, you know, if the the if the attack or the him changing swapping bodies, if that's more on uh, the soul level, oh. would him oh, no. switching am I Itadori or Sakuna? Itadori. Okay, go ahead. So what if he was if he were to try to do that with Sakuna, aka Megumi? He wouldn't be shifting. Uh, he wouldn't be shifting Itadori into Sakuna's body. He would be shifting Itadori into Megumi's body, and then pushing the other other person's soul into the empty vessel, which would be his body. If he were to do that with Sakuna, he would just be giving Sakuna his empty vessel. Right? Isn't could that not be exactly what Sakuna wants? Because the only issue that Sakuna has with the vessel that is Itadori that's seemingly perfect perfect for him is the fact that there's an Itadori soul that suppresses him. If Itadori swaps and Sakuna's in an empty vessel, then what? Like, is he able to swap back or is it now he just gave up his body? It's a good question. I mean, not knowing how that possible curse technique works i know i've seen a few theories out there that that is itadori's power and that he's going to use it to swap bodies but like you said it really it really doesn't do much if i say it doesn't help you in that situation it honestly makes the situation worse because you still have megumi like we're at that point then where does itadori go well because you you still got too many souls he's been looking to die since the that's true You know what and I mean? I, like, he would give his body. He would give himself for Magumi. He to live. Easily would give his life for that. I don't. I don't see Itadori making it to the end. I don't. Like, yeah, it, it could definitely happen. But yeah, right now I'm just not seeing it. He's been talking about dying. Like that's pretty much his whole thing. Like you know, Luffy wants to be king of pirates. Naruto wants to be Hokage. Itadori wants to have a good death. 
Yeah, he just wanted to die peacefully, knowing that he he did what his grandfather said and helped people. Yeah, he helped. And like, what is what is helping people but sealing the king of curses and bringing back to life somebody who can defeat them? Right. Yeah, it's shit. He might. He would absolutely give his body away for that. But we've seen that these fights that Sukuna has been a part of are a lot more than just physical fights. There's yeah. been a lot of philosophical talkings going on here. And mm-hmm. I feel like Sukuna going up against Higuruma and, and Judge Man is just going to add to that. Once Sukuna is on trial, you know, he's going to be asked these questions. He's not going to lie. He has no, no reason to lie. lie. No. But Judge Man knows everything about a person. Mm. Uh, we're we're going they're to, about to teach us more about we're about Sakuna. to learn even more about Sakuna coming up. And once that trial sword comes out, I believe that's an insta kill. And I don't know if this is gonna be one of those things where, you know, like in one piece, if you have enough hockey, you can overwhelm you can overwhelm it. Devil fruit. I don't know if it's oh, he's has so much curse technique he can withstand the trial sword or if there's going to be more we're going to learn about jujutsu in itself that Sukuna can use to survive these insta-kill moves like a simple domain amplification Mm -hmm. or something but just going back like what do you think we're going to learn about Sukuna because I feel like Higuruma and Judge Man are going to try to like bring out some things about him that he wouldn't want, especially Itadori to know. I think he's going to reveal some things about Sukuna that you said, like he just doesn't talk about. Like, you know, one of the questions that was asked, you know, if you think about, um, if you, when you look at it in terms of since Gojo has passed, right? And even into in part, some parts of that fight, we learned a lot. We started learning more about Sukuna as a person then. But the minute Kashimo jumps into the fight and starts asking questions and starts, you know, kind of pressing him, you start learning even more about him because he actually starts to answer. When we get to a certain point now where it's this almost like this transition of, you know, this is the biology, the biography, the biography of Sukuna, we get to a situation where he can start answering questions that or he has to answer questions that he would never answer like you know how did you feel about being left truthfully you know because he's always put on this front he's always put on this show that you know he's you know tough guy you know i never was loved so i i chose strength maybe that's not what he really about maybe he really just you know on that tough shit and that's just who he's this this act that he's putting on but you know it's been over two thousand years that he's been on that tough guy shit is it's who his strength is based off of, you know, that's who his identity is. Maybe we learn more about, you know, a weakness that Sakuna hasn't you know, yet to really show. Yeah. And then something that's also been hypothesized is with Sakuna being an Itadori for so long, maybe he's learned some of his first technique. Maybe he can be natural mm. to cleave. Or maybe he's just been able to gain some of his strength. Yeah, like this. It'll be interesting to see because he can be attached in both, you know, the physical realm and the mental realm with these two. Mm-hmm. So I think this is going to be 
No, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think this is going to be a big talker. Yeah. This is what a talk no Because if you look at it, I feel like there's been less and less fighting with Sakuna. Like, as time progresses and he gets stronger, I mean, it's been, he's been more open. I mean, he's still whooping ass. Dojo, we, if you're watching the anime right now, just to remind you, like, the importance that Sadaro Gojo has in the world. Like, we saw, like, all these crazy spirits and sorcerers that were doing whatever they wanted to do. They went into hiding from a boy. He was a boy. This is pre-puberty Gojo we're talking about. So, and Sakuna's folded the two people we know that were the strongest in their eras, without doubt. Oh yeah, Kashimo and Gojo. Yeah, this is this is this is the Sakuna show right now. Well, it's this. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, but has there been any other talk of a stronger dude that's alive or could be brought back? You gonna bring back Mr. Fushiguro? Hey, I love told you as much as the next guy. He not. Come on, man. <laughs> he, not, <laughs> he lost the coach. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's not ready for this. Come on, man. He's not the one. You better, you better bring Gojo back. <laughs> His second time dying was from him stabbing himself in the head. Oh, yeah. Sakuna cut everything. <laughs> <laughs> he cut <right>. everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I don't see anybody in the modern era doing it. But there are like some sorcerers still alive from back in the day, a part of yeah. the coin games. Um, namely the the ones that you would have fought. I can't remember their names, but the one guy he had the most cursed energy output in the coin games. He's still around. Um the girl he was with, she's still around. And in this chapter, they talk about um, the different feats that Sakuna accomplished. And one of yeah. those had to do with that girl's, um, her tribe, like her clan. Oh, okay. Sakuna wiped them out. Angel, who we know her curse technique is the ability to nullify uh, curse techniques. She mm-hmm. was also a part of those people that were named that Sakuna took out. And we know she also wants to fight Sakuna. All right. So, so. there's no short, no, there's just no short list of hands coming his way, man. We're just, we're just going down the list and we're checking off names, man. And we're playing Mortal Kombat right now. <laughs> just yeah, going up the chart. I mean, it's kind of crazy because it's kind of going down because Gojo was definitely, he's, he's not. Yeah, gonna, it's he's just not getting worse get and worse. On one stronger than Gojo. Like, hey, you want to do a one-on-one? Got it. You did. You want to do a one-on-one? Got it. You did. Now we jump in this. Because it's going to get to a point where it's like, if you're sending out, you know, Panda and <laughs> right, like, you, you, you better send out. You better start adding threes and fours. And <laughs> just have a list. <laughs> I need Toto to pop back up. I don't, I don't know if he can still boogie woogie, but at least moral support. Either Dory needs it. Maybe we see another person die. 
it'd be it'd be enough to push him over the edge. Some somebody I need somebody to go super saiyan, bro. Like we need we need a a I don't know a power of friendship moment. I need somebody to push beyond limits. I need somebody to go beyond shit. Something has to happen, bro. Y'all y'all facing death right now. It is not looking good in the world of Jujutsu Kaisen. But not at all. I think we got a break coming up next week, so it's just gonna have to leave us waiting a little bit more. My hero, my hero Academia should be coming back from a break, though. We are gonna have it this week, so we gotta follow this up with the Gota story of One Piece, chapter ten ninety four. Definitely a lot to unpack here, man. I, I think we just need to go ahead and get into it. Introduction hey, of another monster. Saint, Saint Jay Garcia is here, and he made his presence known. What did you think about the arrival of one of the five elder stars to the battlefield? You know, we, we we I think we talked about this once or twice, but we talked about the tears and like how strong people are in One Piece, and we used to talk shit about how the Gorosei were supposed to be allegedly up here. But we just never knew. And when I say up here, I know for the people that because we don't do no YouTube, but you can't see me. But up here is fairly high. You know, I'm talking above the Yonko. You know, they're as far as I know, they should be the strongest people in the world, if not rivaling the strongest people of the world. And you never get a chance to see them do much of anything other than when they pulled the blicks out on Cobra. And at that point, you know, Sabo does his thing and you see a monstrous side of shadows. And that's the really the first time we get a chance to see that they're more than just five dudes sitting in a room. This introduction was terrifying because of the five, he's not the one that I felt like was most imposing. So if this is what we're doing you can't even look at this man without your face blowing up. Like we talk about hockey, putting people to sleep. He's someone's <laughs> face blew up. <laughs> like <laughs> what? Can't even look at bro. Like it's wild. Like, what did you think? Like, cause this is, uh, this was unexpected for me. You know, like there's a lot of unknowns here and there's a lot of speculation because we see like the black lightning. Is that hockey? We see his form. Is that a devil fruit? He blew up somebody's head. Is that a part of the devil fruit? Is that a part of his hockey? Is that something completely different? We don't know. And it's easy to speculate. And it's like the easiest answer is probably right in front of your face. Oh yeah. It usually but is. Oh, it's great. When you look at this, like, no, I'm nobody expected us one of the five elders to show up on Egghead in this form, you know, on bumpers. <laughs> <laughs> like, get it, getting shit done. He's already taken out his own people. I don't know what you can expect from Asanji to do, but let's. I'm gonna give some respect to Vegapunk, man, because he's he did not look frightened not at all he was ready you know like i think um with the death flags around him i think him and i don't think him and atlas are going to make it out 
No. Yeah, so. No. I I think he is going to do whatever he can to save Bonnie. Yeah. I think Atlas is the first to go, saving him. And I think, I still believe in Lilith being the only one that survives. Yeah. Because luckily she is with Lufty. <laughs> and yeah. if you need, like, maybe... Uh well no she's with she was with Luffy's group Luffy actually left to go fight Kizaru she's that's, currently with that's a good question because we see somebody getting carted away with yeah. um, Nami Usopp and Chopper so very very wise for those three to make their way off the battlefield yes get your get your ass this is the safety but I can't tell if that's Dusty or Nico Robin. Oh yeah, it might have been. It's probably been Stussy. Stussy got, got stabbed last. Yeah, Nico Robin wasn't in good shape last time we saw her either, though. If I'm not mistaken. What happened to Robin? Uh, she got a. Uh, she was with the the Vegapunk that got a. Uh, I remember there was a cutaway, where yeah. everybody like we saw like they got. They 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 beat York and everything, but we never saw what happened. Remember, she was with one of the Vegapunks that went missing or something like that. She went. Uh, that's right. She went doing some sort of research. I forgot what it was. Right. So and maybe she's with Edison. Not is it Edison? I think she's with Edison. She went with Kaku and um, somebody else. Yeah. So. It's probably Stussy. It makes more sense for it to be Stussy, but well, Brooke is not there too. So let's assume Brooke and, and Brooke Robin are like Nami because Jimbe, not Nami, Robin, because Jimbe probably stayed there too. Mm-hmm. So we've got this whole separation with Straw Hats. Those guys can't really <laughs> as they <stay> do <laughs> together too long. But we got to think about Sanji, who's all the, the fighter around for. Garcia and it's really like you think like Zoro's fighting Lucci. Sanji's got to deal with Saturn. <laughs> Everybody here, yeah, like I say, if, we, if we're looking at the the right the the matchups here, yeah. he's definitely out of out of match here. <laughs> we should be making some swaps for sure. But it looks like on the one even matchup we have, it looks like this uh, Kizaru and Luffy matchup has come to a conclusion. Because Luffy fell down in his old man form, but we saw back in Wano, it doesn't take long for him to recover from that. Nah, it's just... And funnily enough, that is like one of the benefits of having an awakened zone, that recovery time speed up. Yeah. Who was it that said this isn't good? Was that Kizaru when he got punched through the head? Yeah, that was Kizaru when he got hit with that star cannon. Right. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, so let's just call that a tie. <laughs> I mean, well, no, Luffy, it's not really a tie. Luffy's going to get up. Yeah, so Luffy's going to get back up. He's but, only he's only like that because of this punch. So, yeah, he won. Yeah, so, I mean, Poor Sanji. very hard to focus on that when we see that the girl said member sees him. He don't, he don't call him straw hat. He called him Nika. He better drop the N word. <laughs> Put the N word off, bro. And he called him Joy Boy. He called him Luffy and Nika. 
<laughs> so that makes me think if this is based off of the sun god Nika fruit, and we know there are two people who have had the fruit, Luffy and Joy Boy. He didn't call him Joy Boy. Like, um, uh, oh my God. So, Zunisha, thank you. Zunisha. When Zunisha saw Luffy, he called him Joy Boy because he recognized Joy Boy was the one that had the devil fruit. So that Saturn is calling him Nika. Do you think that means he's recognizing him as the originator, like the actual sun god, Nika? Not Joy Boy who hmm. ate the fruit. But Nika um, who is modeled after, and like Luffy, like like Luffy being the embodiment of the sun god Nika in no, human just, form. Just the so if we're to think that the 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 like the Buddha, the Buddha fruit, right? Yeah. So. For the Buddha to exist, was there an actual Buddha, uh, Buddha. Gotcha. at some point? Um, so gotcha. if you think about the time, like maybe this makes the five elders even older than we thought they were. If they don't, like they didn't call him Joy Boy, they called him Nika. Like they, they, they know. Mm. Like the person before Joy Boy who had these had to be who had the where the, like you said where the fruit basically originated. I'm going so I'm gonna go as yes because one thing they they always talk about how old the Gorosei were and they talked about that they've been around for longer than most people know and we don't know too many times that there has been a whole lot of swaps. So and then even going back like back to like what their names are. Yeah. Whether they be like, I, I feel like the Gorosei at this point may not even be human. Mm. I I could definitely see it to where there was a Nika who directly left their will to a mm-hmm. Joy Boy, almost like a Roger Shanks. Right, right. Yeah. And then after that, they put the clamps down like, hey, this is a Gomu Gomu no me, ain't no Nika. Yeah, we gotta drop all that. Yeah, all that Nika shit gotta go. Cause we know that the Devil Fruit has been awakened at least one other time between Joy Boy and Luffy, and that's mm-hmm. when the ancient robot was activated because it activated right. from the heartbeat. We just don't know who it was, right? We don't know who so it's it a, was. You know, we, it's like it's, it's probably speculation that it's Roger. What if it's rocks? It definitely wasn't Roger. It was for Roger didn't have a Devil Fruit. Oh, so so Roger didn't. Oh shit! Then it really could have been anybody. Some nigga that died. Who died it back is, then? I believe it was so long ago. I don't even think it was following the timeline or whatever. Mm. <clears throat> Rocks with that devil fruit would be wild. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know? But if you think about like what Rocks to some extent does, I mean, it's, it's, nah, he's not really about freedom. Because Luffy's Luffy's little identity is, I want everyone to be able to do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, and if you, they say like it was Zoan like chooses, I don't think it would have chose Rocks. No, it, it wouldn't. It would have chosen. And, and the crazy thing, I don't think it would have chosen. I can see why it wouldn't have chosen Rogers. So it, like, it almost begs the question: Who would it have been? I mean, it's quite possible that somebody had the devil fruit. 
while Roger was alive, just thinking it was double going on me. They weren't a pirate, you know what I mean? Or they were they were an upstart that that couldn't make it. Probably the upstart that got killed because of the way but you think about the way that Shanks got to it and he was supposed to be delivering it to the Goro say. They probably were the ones that found out who got it. Sent the holy nights after his motherfucking ass, but couldn't find the devil fruit after that. That or gave it to Shanks, who might have been working with the holy nights at the time, just on some. Shanks stole it from. Uh, well, not Shanks. Lucky Roof stole it from who's who. Hmm. Yeah, that's why. Who's that changes who, everything. Yeah, that's why who's who is a pirate now. He used to be CP nine or CP zero, but after uh, who's who lost it to Lucky Roof, he. Uh, they basically blamed it on him. So he got locked up and then he was like, fuck the government. That's how he mm. ended up these pirates. Well damn. Shit. What a train like what a turn of events. Yeah. Uh, that they serious about that that Nika Nika. So yeah. when I see Saturn like he's got Vegapunk, he's got two Vegapunks right in front of him. And I know his objective is to kill the Vegapunks, but at the same time, he sees a, a weakened Nika falling. I think that might take precedent. Yeah, that, that's definitely going to take precedent. Like that's knowing, absolutely. By knowing, like, you have control of the pacifistas. You can say, hey, pacifistas kill Vegapunk, and there's nothing anybody can do at that point. You have control of all the Seraphim, all the pacifistas, and it's Sanji and Atlas. I, I say he needs to go follow up on Nika because Kizaru should be out and maybe once we get those two together, we'll get some dialogue and learn some more about the past. I, I mean, but if you say he got an opportunity to even go, you just go completely disregard the fact that Bonnie just stabbed Buddy in the chest. You just think he gonna wipe that off? Hey, bro, I think he disregarded that Bonnie. <laughs> he looks more annoyed. He looks absolutely anything. annoyed. Like, get this little girl off me, man. But I'm glad you bring that up because talking about information, we see in Bonnie's head, like, if we're going to assume that was Saturn and a, a conversation between Saturn and Vegapunk, she heard where there was one person saying, I'm giving the order, wipe his memory. And somebody else is being like, but that means there'll be nothing left to him if we assume it's those two. Like, she's got every right to be doing that. I don't know what it's going to do, but yeah, I don't. I mean, she ain't calling no attacks. She she just just stabbed bro in the chest. We don't even know if his heart is there. He's also an arachnid right now. What if he got multiple hearts? Like, yeah, that- what does she think this is going to do? <laughs> That was pure. That was a pure emotional move right there. I mean, even this chapter says it pierced by her fury, but I, I need her to be smart and, and upset because this was dumb. Hey, but I'm I'm gonna give you this. There's nothing she can do. Why not stab? That's a good point. <laughs> what else is she gonna do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That you make a valid point. Point taken. Because you're right. What the? What else would she do? And if she's already mad enough. You know, she had a conversation with Vegapunk. We've been trying to figure out why was it that she was willing to forgive him 
we see that there were two people involved in that conversation, which we can already lean back to. This is the same way that she was behaved with Vegapunk. It's probably because of that conversation. I think this had to be St. Saturn, right? Yeah. So it makes sense of why she she was on on 12 when she saw because she was on 12 when she saw Vegapunk. So, you know, yeah, you're right. I still think it was stupid. Maybe we see Kuma. Hey, maybe Kuma pops up and saves them again. He is going somewhere. You just, yeah, we have no idea where. And it, <clears throat> I would think if <clears throat> anybody would have an override to the um, pacifistas and the five elder, not the pacifistas and the seraphim, I would think it would be Kuma. You know, yeah. he, he's one of them. I can see it being one of the things where even we know that um, Vegapunk has put in, like, special codes inside Kuma. Like, when he watched yeah. the Sunny for all those years during the time skip. Mm-hmm. I feel like Vegapunk would definitely put that fail safe in someone that he actually trusted, who he also knew... The Goro say would inadvertently trust because essentially, you know, he's under their control. Like, if he's there's ever a point where I can get my brain back, give me full, you know, autonomy over all the seraphim, over all the pacifistas, it would make sense to anybody he would give it to Kuma, you know? Yeah. And maybe that's part of the reason why he would choose to do this. Because if you don't, if he doesn't have this a part of him, like they wouldn't have that control over the rest of them. And he knew, and at the end of the day, if they all know, hey, the girls are going to do this, regardless of what we say, regardless of what we do, this is going to happen. If we're going to have any sort of a chance, someone's going to have to take the fall and gain control. But in order to gain control, they're going to have to give control. Yeah. Is that it? No, I say that, 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 that I, I, I believe I, I believe that that could make sense. Yeah, I, I think it makes a lot of sense if Kuma is able to override a five, one of the five elders, and get control of the pacifistas and the seraphim, and maybe create some autonomous mind or like pass his conscience on because it's really interesting. Like I don't really know how it works. With him or Vegapunk, really, when it comes to dying, like, does his for the devil fruit to pass on to somebody else's Kuma's body, like, have to be destroyed because he's technically not even him alive? Yeah, I never considered that, you know, but like, he's still using the devil fruit, devil fruit. Yeah, I never actually thought about that. Like, so he's got he's huh, that's a good point because that's, I mean, isn't that what? happens at all every other time where when the person dies the devil's fruit was supposed to go on or supposed to get grown somewhere else but so so it does i mean is that the confirmation that he's not dead then i mean it kind of also works with uh vegapunk too like if you kill stella you know like does that mean the next what is it brain brain fruit is that gonna have like all the knowledge that Oh yeah, it's like that he's acquired, or is it going to yeah. start over? Like, how did that even work? Like, if he dies, 
does that mean that Stella, not Stella, Lilith would have Lilith. devil fruit because she's technically a Vegapunk? Or does that mean that somebody else can eat it and then they'll be smarter than Lilith? Well, I feel like because Lilith is... <laughs> That's a good question because his brain is the only reason why he can attach to the other Vegapunks. And his brain being separated like that is because of the brain brain fruit. So if someone else has the brain brain fruit, would they then be attached? Could they then be attached to, you know, whatever other, you know, the Lilith that's or Lilith or, or York? At this point, because that's what that's what two alive stuff. Lilith York Atlas. Uh, I think one of the little ones still alive. Yeah, I thought I thought Edison was still alive. I thought Edison was with Robin and Kaku, Robin Kaku and Brooke. I don't know, man. I feel like they. I don't even remember when they split up or why they split up like this. I remember Frankie and company going to get the ship. I know Usopp and them were stay stay behind. Um, was Usopp and Chopper? Was Usopp, Chopper, and Nami together? Is that what you said? Yeah, there, they, there was um, Stussy, I believe. Damn, the, the, the damn coward! Oh yeah, because Chopper's the doctor, so he's the only person who's going to be keeping her alive. And then Nami's got got a heart, so she would stay there. And then Usopp for protection. Protection for, for what it's worth. <laughs> probably probably should have kept Jinbei. <laughs> Yeah, now that you've got like a big four, yeah, you any did. type of separation, you need a Zoro Sanji or Jim Bay. You like split them up first. You know, at the very least, get Brooke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's your that's your five. Get Brooke. Get Brooke. It's, it's ten of y'all. There should never be a situation where Nami, Usopp, and Chopper are the only three. That's not safe. That is not safe. You could even have Robin in that group, and I'd feel better. But like, it's not with, small football. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's a that's a that is a very valid point. Like real real deal. Luffy, Sanji, Bro, or no, Jinbei, and uh, Zoro really should be traveling together that often. If they didn't have, like, unless it's a situation where you like, okay, I might be dealing with two people. Nah, bro, y'all need to go ahead and split that up a little bit. Teams of threes, and then whatever it's little sideline characters because they always meet. Y'all always meet people. If y'all was smart, well, I can't. I, I was. I was about to say they could have had a uh, another one with um, Yamato. Yamato, but she can't leave. That was that was already shown. Can't leave just yet. Not yet. That little badass boy ain't, ain't strong enough yet. It's <laughs> <laughs> just not strong. Trouble when um, Green Bull showed up. You know, I, I hope Kaido and Big Mom don't bust out the ground. That's that's a good point. Did they just leave them there? Like, how does that work out? What if the what if the the Charlottes pull up, pissed off because their mama did. I mean, I think they got bigger fish to fry. They got to find their sister. Oh, that's right. They and they got to recover. They got to recover. They just got beat by the Blackbeard Pirates. You know what I mean? 
Oh, that's right, because that's the only way he even get it. They just he just can't through whooped up whoop their ass and yeah, they gotta get their get back. Yeah. Blackbeard got Blackbeard got got a target on his head. And at the end of the day, like let's be real here, man. You know, Big Mom was a tyrant. You know, like yeah, when she's out of the way, you know, you got you know Katakuri probably leading now. I feel like Katakuri is a is a lot better person to lead them, and I yeah. I, I don't think he's going to be on that straw hat revenge kick. It just depends on who's still there. If his older brother's still there, yeah. he he got to do away with him. The nigga with the tongue, the nigga that lost his arm with the candy and shit. Listen, yeah, the nigga with the tongue. I can't remember. Yeah, he. he listen, man. Nick can't be trusted. He's the oldest, but he ain't category. Come on. I know. He, no, I'm talking hey. about he not. I'm talking about he not a nigga that you can really have on your team and trust that he not gonna do some some crazy shit for himself or for the betterment of like Big Mom. I feel like, I feel like he lose that argument. I don't think any of them kids gonna really gonna really rock with her like that <laughs> on some real shit you know really you 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 think that now that she gone they all like oh, we good now fuck that nigga <laughs> yeah some category get stronger than us so just in case you ever come back he could deal with it yeah pretty much I mean she was a horrible mother she was a horrible mother she, she killed a couple she killed one of her kids I remember that that older when fake out, he came back. He didn't come back. Yeah, that's a, that's one of them older fake outs. Oh, okay, I thought I thought I thought brother died. I know, buddy. You talking about? She stole that time, like when we first met her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was when we first met her. Yeah, I don't know, man. All I know is, I, Sanji need to get Bonnie out of there and not even worry about this. Yeah, I think that's the best case scenario right now, man. Sanji's gotta he's gotta protect Bonnie. Like that's his whole thing. I really, really hope she's not a little girl, but that makes it very weird. I mean I feel like all clues signs it as being like a year old girl. Even down to the fact that he's annoyed, he's not like kill this girl. He's like I'm tired of this I'm tired of this kid, you know fucking up my plans I, I wouldn't be you know what this is something I thought about like a couple of days ago because what if she's related to one of them one of who the girl say Bonnie yeah we don't know where she came from mm. we were just talking about her potentially being a big mom clone what if she's related to buddy mm. don't Everyone, know what she'd be doing with Kuma but I don't know. I feel like they can't do something like that too many times. Like you're already yeah. doing it with, you did it with Doflamingo. You did it with Shanks. Yeah, like, Shanks, Shanks is probably like the biggest one still. Like, yeah, you, because you're doing it with Shanks, you can't do it with her. If you tell me there's another pirate that just happened to be a member of the girl, Sam, I'm going to be like, all right. One Piece uh-huh. is a big ass world. I know it's not that small that we have three people we following that are main people that are related to a member of the yeah. girl. So I'm just trying to run away from the fact that this is a young ass girl because that would be so weird. I mean, if, are you saying like she's an old person that no. has the body of a girl? No, 
I'm saying that it's more like it's it makes more sense from everything that we've seen thus far about her, everything we've heard in the way that she's described outside of the people that don't know her that well. The people that really know her all describe her as such a small as such a young girl. Well, so these it, people are also old, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what makes it tough. There's nobody like yeah. that could be like around her age for it. Yeah, because she's so yeah. Was she what twenty four? So she's in her early twenties. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah. Thank you, I appreciate that because that does make sense. Because even Kizaru is in his fifties. Yeah. So it's like they would always. I mean, when they met her, that means like he was. Let's say he was thirty. She he met her when she was five. I mean, we saw like. You know, and if you want to think about those flashbacks, like look how Kuma looked back then mm-hmm. when they were doing um, those experiments, and then look how Kizaru looked when he first met Vegapunk when they were with Sentamaru, who was yeah. a child. And it was talked about that Kizaru joined late. He joined when he was around like in his twenties or some shit. So he definitely was older. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's all gonna piece together eventually. So. I still, I still think it would make more. It make it. I don't know, man. Because it, because it, it does seem like you know when we talk about the people who all seem to know her, they all have been around each other for a long period of time. So even if her, her being tied to Kuma, they would still see her as just this little ass kid. Like you've you've watched her grow up into an adult. So it's, well, it's, and, oh, I mean, like I said, the timeline. Like we don't know like when they started experimenting on Kuma. I mean, we do, but we don't. We do what we don't, but we know that they were all around at the same time. So we know we know the age that they were, and and we could at least surmise that Kuma's been gone since she was at least young. Um, it's probably one of those things where, you know, I don't know if Kuma is her biological father, like we talked. About. Oh, that I don't think he is. No, I think really he's adopted. Yeah, I think well, you know, but. I feel like I feel like what you were saying about the clones thing may may make sense. We've seen other clones, and the fact that Stussy's a clone, and we've seen like what the other Stussy looked like, they have no real correlation. They don't look alike at all, unless you know that's just what Stussy looked like when she was younger. Yeah, but I would definitely buy that Bonnie's a clone before I buy that she's related to a, a member of the girl. Say, yeah, because it's. Just, there's always a, there always seems to be some sort of an explanation where people come from in this show, yeah. whether it be a big deal or a small deal. Like it makes sense that she would just be a clone, and it also makes more sense of why everybody knows her, why she would have been around to that degree, or why she would end up with Kuma, who doesn't seem to be her dad, but she's was definitely raised by him. Yeah, it's also important to keep in mind that right now with. Um, the member of girls say being there and Bonnie being stuck in his chest. We've seen that he's teleported. Maybe that teleportation carries over, you know, maybe mm-hmm. he's able to teleport to where Luffy is. And because she's with him, maybe she's she goes in. along for the ride. Oh, and then that way she can actually bring his, she can help him. If there's yeah. anyone who can help him come back to his youthful self, it's, it's Bonnie. Well, I just mean maybe we'll get some type of dialogue between them. There's, there's, I, I mean, it's crazy looking at, you know, 
the three stories that we're following right now, <laughs> these are I don't know who's I don't know who's gonna be Saturn. I don't know who's gonna be Sakuna. And I don't know who's gonna be Shigaraki. I Yeah, I, all three of these situations, we got people who are like undermatched for sure. <laughs> it is not looking good for any protagonist in any of these three stories. But nah, this is the year of the villain for sure. Yeah, what do y'all think, man? How's it looking for Luffy and the Straw Hats right now? Is Bonnie a little girl? Is she a is she an adult? Is Sanji gonna get pieced up real quick? Is Vegapunk's head gonna blow up looking at Saturn? Y'all let us know. Thank you again for listening. Like we said earlier, please make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Check us out on social media. All the links in the description. And until next time, it's been me, your boy, C Roll Money Money. That's C R O double dollar sign. And me, your boy, Codename Comet. Y'all have a great one. And we out, shit. Peace.